Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Let's remember now our later heavyweight uh, Jimmy Abbott and we joined on the line by a man that actually fought against him but he'll tell us more about uh, Jimmy Abbott for those of us who were not there during this time and uh, Uncle Jeff Ellis joins us on the line good evening Uncle Jeff and thanks again for being able to speak to us tonight well, it's a pleasure to be sir and thank you for thanks. having me on thanks especially and, uh, under the circumstances yeah, yeah. and first off if we can just um, all send our condolences to the family and friends uh, of Jimmy you know, he was a larger-than-life character. Um, he, he, he did the sport of boxing. He served the sport of boxing well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was a fighter to the very end. He he changed his life around, um, becoming religious. But uh, during his time as a fighter, he was uh, he was quite a fighter. Yeah. You, you know, he, uh, his problem was always the weight. Mm. You know, he wasn't a small guy. He was uh, six foot five, and he had the weight to go with it. You know, he started off his career um, with a weight of about um, 115 kilos, and he ballooned. He, he ballooned right up to 300 pounds. So you can imagine, uh, he, he, you know, the weight he was getting at the time. But um, having said that, he, you, you know, his best win in, in, out of all was beating Kali Knutzer for the. Um, uh, for the Gauteng title, mm. and that was uh, early, it wasn't too early in his career. You must remember he went uh, twelve fights unbeaten, mm. and ten of those were knockouts. So he, he, he was a big figure. He was a strong guy. Um, he could hit, but he was a nice guy. You know, he he always found time for anybody in boxing to be there, to be part of it, to do what he can could do. And uh, just coming back quickly to his rivalry with Robbie Williams, mm. they fought. They fought five times. Yes, I saw uh, that. And um, uh, they shared the honors, uh, two wins each and the draw. So, so you know, you could never determine who the better fighter was. And every time, every time there was a fight, there was a sellout. So, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, this this. Says it all about Jimmy. He had a big heart. Um, he did a lot of things. He he loved rugby, so he was always in the front rows. When he, he was a Lions fan. I saw the Lions sent out a message. Actually, is it? Yes. Well, that, well, that, that's what it is. He was a big Lions fan, and at that time, uh, you know, we we joke about it, but he was a good guy. We joke in the uh, in the sense to say that Jimmy was always in the front row of the lines and he would have two seats. <laughs> he would sit across two seats. So we laugh, but we, but that is what he wanted us yeah. to do. You know, he wanted us to laugh. He wanted. And um, he, he had 19 wins and 16 of those wins were by knockout. So, you know, he, he could punch, he could fight. He was a character. Um, and then he went into wrestling and, uh, wow. wow, man, back in the 70s, wrestling in those days, the people would take their teeth out to shout for him. <laughs> <laughs> you can picture it. We're all around the ringside, and, and the people are pulling the teeth out and slut on Jimmy. And this is the way you remember the character. He was like uh, Mike Skitter. They never fought yeah. each other, but they both went into wrestling and a little bit of the movies and all sorts of things. So we're going to miss we're gonna miss a, a good guy. Yeah. yeah. A guy that did the sport well and... Um, you know what more can you say about uh, someone like that that uh, uh, you know did so well as a boxer and could have done better had he been uh, 
Um, he was a two-time, by the way, he was a two-time amateur champion. Uh-huh. And uh, if you remember, like in those years, uh, to become an amateur champion, you would have to fight um, uh, up to the quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. So sometimes you'd fight three, four times a night. That's how busy boxing was. But there were only uh, four rounds. But he won. He was a springbuck. He won two um, uh, two uh, blazers, yeah, they call it. So, yeah, so he, he, like I said, he, he ended up the Transvaal champion by beating Kali Knutza. But then his career just sort of uh, didn't take off as it should have. And, and he later became an evangelist. Did you see that coming? Yes, we didn't see that coming. But that's what I said earlier as we started speaking, that he turned his life around. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in the 70s, uh, there was all sorts of things going on. And, and uh, Jimmy was part of it. But when he settled down, uh, he grew up very tough in Newland. He grew up hard. Um and didn't have an easy life, but he, but he, but he changed that. He changed that all around. He made friends. He became an evangelist. He, um, he's helped people. Um, and in all honesty, it it was a sort of out of character. But in the end, it was within character. If you know what I'm trying to say, yeah. when you when you're part of it. And then you realize, what's Jimmy doing? He's walking around with a Bible, but he used to swear like a trooper. And and now suddenly he's got a Bible and he's uh, talking to everybody. But he persisted with it, and he persisted, and he became evangelist, and he preached to people, and he yeah. helped people. And in the end, he found his own salvation. So God bless him and bless his soul and his family that's left behind. And uh, Let's pray that they all uh, be blessed. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And I was actually watching some of his videos uh, yesterday of him just preaching to to his congregation there, um, uh, Jimmy Abbott. Let's just take a voice note. I think there's somebody here that wants to remember him. Heartfelt condolences to the Abbott family. As an 11-year-old boy who liked reading newspapers, I came to know of Jimmy Abbott. His nickname was Jumbo because he was this massively big fellow. May his soul rest in peace. Thank you. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. And Uncle Jeff, earlier you mentioned the Kalik Nutzea fight that everybody refers to at Ellis Park in 1980. What what made that fight so special or was it the way that he won? Well, well it, yeah, it was the way he had won it. Nobody gave him a chance. I mean, he came in there in that first round and he knocked Cully out in the first round. Now, I fought Cully and I fought Jimmy, mm. and they were both big punches. Uh, but uh, with with Jimmy, he would bulldoze you. He would he would take uh, the opportunity as quick, and it worked for him. And, and everybody was shocked. Nobody ever could believe because Cully was just uh, also, you know, he had already had uh, around about 19 wins already. And Cully was making his name... Um, as a top contender, and he had fought, uh, you know, that long rivalry with Harry Kutsia. So, uh, you know, that was all the years of amateurs, how, how they all grew together through the amateurs into the pros, and when they fought uh, each other, everybody expected Kali to knock uh, Jimmy out, and uh, he didn't do that. But from then on, you know, he had one good win against Henry Porter, but thereafter he started to... Uh, 
go a bit downhill. Uh, if you if you look at his weight balloon from mm. 79 to 83, then you'll understand that he just got bigger and bigger and bigger and couldn't control it in the end. Mm. Uh, he had he had a problem with weight. Uh, but again, I would say that um, he, he was always there for boxing. Yeah. He loved the it and he, he loved boxing. And uh, uh, it was sad to lose a, a, a fight at any time. I just lost my brother, Ron Ellis. Uh, he mm-hmm. was uh, also a fighter in the same era. And um, But going back to Jimmy, Jimmy, everybody was Jimmy's friend. Mm. That's the difference. No, no matter where Jimmy went, he had friends. It was just his friend. Nobody, uh, you know, we used to meet him for years and years. I fought him 43 years ago, and we stayed friends all these years because Jimmy was that kind of person. Uh, you climb into the ring, you fight, and then you hug and kiss each other, and that's the end of the story. You, you stay friends forever. And it's the same with Kali, it's the same with Harry, it's the same with all the people that were involved in boxing and, and uh, I believe at the time the standard of heavyweight boxing was very high in, 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 in the country. Yes, it was. You had Kali and you had Kali's brother, Benny. You had Robbie. You had all these guys. It was, uh, it was exceptionally uh, good. The heavyweight division was, uh, was special. You know, the fighters from, uh, you know, in the rankings. And oh, it was really, really special. And you could see how many times, and uh, we ended up with a world heavyweight champion, which was very good. And that's unique in any country. And how do you look back at your fight with him, Uncle Jeff? Well, it he ended very the, quickly. Yes, he knocked the hell out of me. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's easy to speak forty years ago, but uh, you know, you got your adrenaline pumping. Uh, you got to do well to be able to continue to fight. And I wasn't a good fighter, but I, you know, I tried. And uh, I was a preliminary fighter, and uh, but it takes a little bit of guts to go into a guy that weighs like fifty kilos, a uh, fifty pound more than you, and towers over you. I'm five foot eleven, and he's six foot five. So yeah, that's how it is. But heavyweight was heavyweight. It didn't matter which, how much you weighed. If you fought in the heavyweight division, that was your uh, weight. So <laughs> it wouldn't matter in how much yeah. another fighter weighed more than you. But Jimmy put up shows and people loved him and uh, and the wrestling was also quite a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, the people would take their teeth out and shout at him. Yeah. And did, so, did he ever win a national title? Because some reports claim he did, but it's no, hard to find that no, in the record. No, no, no. He Just never the Transvaal won. title. He only won the Transvaal title. Yeah, he, he never won a, a provincial title. He never won any titles. Mm. Uh, but, he, but he had fights against some prominent fighters. But when he, when he got up, uh, Mike Koroniki was actually, um, um, you know, he lost to Mike Koroniki, but it sort of took it out of him. And yeah. and just as we wrap up now, how should we remember it? Because you're saying that he did change his life in the later years uh, and after his boxing. Well, you've got to remember him as a, as a fighter, not only in the ring, in life. Because he's constant, he had this constant problem with uh, his weight. Um he changed his own character to suit his weight and to suit his um, his mannerism, and uh, I think we remember him as uh, one of our great sportsmen. He didn't achieve the highest level, yeah. but for for his um, his situation, his body weight, the, uh, his size, uh, how he grew up, 
he did very well. He did very well, and we remember him as a fighter. That's how I would remember him. Okay. Uncle Jeff, mm-hmm. thanks again for speaking to us. Once thanks again, our condolences to the family and to the boxing community, and we can hear in your voice that it's a, it's, it's a big loss, and uh, thank you for finding the time to chat to us. God bless you. Okay, thank you. That is uh, Jeff Ellis, who did fight against uh, Jimmy Abbott back in 1978, way before our time, and that's why we have put it out there to say, please, if you are around during the time of Jimmy Abbott, let us know. Uh, what do you remember about Jimmy Abbott? What kind of a boxer was he or what kind of a person was he? Because we are going with what we've read about him and what we've heard over the past years. And we've got Anonymous on the line here. Um, good evening, Anonymous. Good evening to you, sir. How are you? We are fine. Thanks, Anonymous. Uh, I'd like to greet everybody. You know, sometimes in life, we should call a spade a spade. I hope your guest is still online with you. Uh, you know, I'm from the old school. Jimmy Abbott was a racist and so was Kali Kutsia. I mean, it's no use the guy is dead now and we're heaping him praises, but what is reality is reality. And please share with us why, um, Anonymous, because uh, you were there I've during that time. Months. What happened? I heard a lot of things of Jimmy Abbott. I read a lot of things. Uh, I mean, if you go to the old school and you dig out all the old info, you will get to know and, and you'll get the answers to your questions. Okay. No, we, we hear you. And now that we heard from our guest that he changed his life around, does that change anything for you? Did he apologize to the country? You tell us. Did he? No, he didn't. He didn't. So it doesn't change anything for you? Yes, exactly. Yes. My point. And, and that's how you'll remember him. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Anonymous. There, there's Anonymous then uh, giving us his uh, view or his impression of uh, Jimmy Abbott, saying that he has to call a spade a spade. And um, I don't know who else was there during that time. And you can share with us your memories of Jimmy Abbott or whether you agree with Anonymous or not. Did he say Kali Kutsia or Kheri Kutsia? Okay, I think, I think he said Kali because if he had said Kheri Kutsia, then there I would have I would disagree because we did speak to uh, Kheri Kutsia here on the show, remember, but that movie that's being made about him and a lot of uh, people called uh, t- telling us about uh, what a great champion he was, Kheri uh, Kutsia, and now he had the support of the black community and they were telling us about a fight with John John Tate um, also there. So I, I, I wouldn't think it was Kheri Kutsia because a lot of people actually would vouch for Kheri Kutsia and they said that um, he was just one of those uh, that was accessible or that was respected by both black and white. So I think I think maybe he meant Kali Kutse. We've got another call here. Let's take that. I want to I wanna just um, hear what the next person has to say. But also later on on the show, we're going to go over to Russia. That's where we're going to catch up with uh, Kos, the last great warrior. Kos Sibiya, he's there. He's fighting on Saturday. Uh, so on the same bill as Utabi Somkunu. So we're going to catch up with them also. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, and let's go over to Russia, actually, because I believe that they are on the line. Chariot Fire himself, hey, the man who's doing damage uh, these days with Prince Lomo, but he's in Russia now. He'll tell us how things are in Russia. Fire, good evening from us on SAFM. Thank you for speaking to us tonight. Good evening, Tavis. How are you? How are you guys doing? No, South we're Africa? fine. Thanks. It's 7.27 in the evening in South Africa. What time is it in Russia? It's, 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 half, it's almost half past. It's 22.27. Oh, so you are three hours ahead of us. And how's the weather? Is it cold? Yeah, it's cold outside here. It's (laughs) killing us. eh? But we're doing everything indoors. We're indoors. Uh, We're training indoors. We're indoors all the time. We don't have to go out. They've even given you some of that Russian water. 
Yeah, hot but water. everything is fine. Yeah, it's nice here in this hotel. Yeah, it's beautiful and nice. Yeah. No, we that's enjoying good. enjoying every moment. That's yeah, good. But, but it sounded like you had a long trip there when you were giving us an update. How was the traveling firstly to Russia? You know, we, 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 actually we left, I think, about 25 minutes past two. We fly straight to uh, Ethiopia, Addis Ababa. We're there, I think, nine o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. We're there for an hour, and then from there we have to leave uh, Ethiopia, Addis Ababa. We fly to, uh, to, to Greece, Greece in Athens. We were there in Athens. We were there, I think, for an hour or two, and then we have to leave there. We go to uh, Russia, but in Moscow. We're in Moscow. Moscow, we were there almost the whole day. We stayed and waited there in Moscow. And because our, apparently our flight was about, it was 18 the day, it was 25 minutes past. Shockingly, when we arrived there, time changes. We were so shocked. We were not used to it. It was already in the evening when we arrived here. It was mm. about 7 o'clock. It was already in the evening. And when we leave, when we leave, when we leave in, in, in Moscow, it was past one. Hmm. And you had to go through the COVID time. testing processes and all of that? Everything we've done it. We have done the COVID test before we come to South Africa. Uh, uh, we, before we leave South Africa to Russia, then we did the COVID test, right? and then we will be doing it when we go back next week again. Okay. And and after all of that traveling, then how is how is Gos uh, doing? Hey, he's fine. We arrived yesterday. He went to trade. I told him, hey, we have to trade. And then he, we pulled. He went to trade. He was doing running here in the gym. Uh, indoors, it's nice. Three a little bit for 45 minutes. We came back. He's in the week. I'm sorry because he's in the week already. Ah, that's good to hear. And and you're not complaining. Everything is fine. You're well looked after. No, everything is fine. Yeah. We we well looked after. These guys, these people are looking after us. The promoter said everything fine for us. Here with all the teams, Kuhn is here. Yes, yes. Timela is here also. It's very nice here. And you traveled with Pralunga? We yeah we travel with uh, Luga. Oh, okay. We actually met them in, in we actually met them in Ethiopia. Oh, in Ethiopia. Oh, they travel. They, they actually flee from from Cape Town straight to to, to Ethiopia, mm. and then we left from Owatambo, and then we meet there in in Addis Ababa. Mm. Now tell us about the Russian that you're fighting. Not a lot is known about him. How much have you been able to find out about Zoravo Petroslan? No, we 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 Google him. We find him on 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 YouTube. We're checking his fight. We see how he fight. He's, he's a strong boy. Yeah, he comes forward, but with course experience, he's been in the game for so many years. Mm. We will beat him. I think we I've got a win on my side. Another good win after Prince win is coming with me back in South Africa. <laughs> and and what is the significance of this fight for course? Why did you take it? Uh, course, I haven't fought in a long time, and I look at his age. As we're speaking, and then I had a chat with him, etc. He haven't fight, and there's no opportunity now in our country to, for him to fight because of the COVID, etc. Maybe there's an opportunity in Russia. Let's see if we can take it. So we look at the opponent. The opponent is not even rated. He's uh, rated very low. He's just few, 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 few ratings up to cause, which means it's not bad. They're not using cause. This is a good fight for cause. I spoke to cause. He understand. He said, "Let's take the fight," and then we took the fight. Okay, we're going to speak to Kors, but before we speak to Kors, I mean, you didn't even have a chance to celebrate Prince Lomo's win over Tagam Koteli there. Yeah. You had to rush to Russia, but how do you look back at that fight and what can you tell us about that fight? I, I did manage to see it on YouTube, but for those who didn't see it, what can you tell us about that fight? So it was one of my best nights in boxing. I've been in good fights. I, I fought the likes of Heike Butler. I fought 
Tuzo Sinyabi, I fought, we are all the champions in South Africa. Nelson and I fought all of them. But with Prince winning the SA title, being in the corner, being the main court trainer, it was so brilliant. I, I feel I've achieved a lot. Uh, it's just unfortunate we never celebrate mm. because we have to rush and do a few things and then we have to come to Russia. But I'm looking forward to next week when I'm home. I promise please that we're driving together to, to KZN and this woman celebrate his win. We're so happy about it. Eh? And once again, not many people gave you a chance here. Same thing as Nomeva. What was the game plan? The game plan was, we will, you remember, we've been preparing for that fight since December, actually yes. November. And then that fight never happened. And we keep on pushing. I told Prince, you have to keep on pushing because uh, if you we sit tomorrow, uh, Brachike sent us a message that he's carrying on. We must be ready all the time. And because I know this Arab boxer, uh, uh, he's a very good boy. He's a master in boxing. But I know I had a plan because Prince is a big, big punch. I had a plan. We work on a good strategy. You're going to have to hit him with a jab and you have to hit him on the body. And it works good for us, especially when he runs the ropes. We hit him that body. We work hard in the body. I know that is going to limit, limit his speed and his power. And that's where we get him. And going to the scorecards, did you have any doubts? It was a very close fight. Eh? It was a close fight. He was stealing a few rounds. He was running around and stealing. But we were winning. Mm. I've seen we were winning because we were pushing with the back foot all the time. We never gave him a chance. I just keep on telling Prince, keep on pushing him. Use that jab. Push him. When he's in the ropes, hit the body. Don't let him go out, run away. With the win, and then I know we're winning that fight. And what do you make of the confusion at the end? Then, when when they first said, and still, yeah, we were, we were, I was shocked and surprised, and actually, I, I thought we won. Mm. Personally, I thought, oh, we have this fight in the back. Why now? The, 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 this man is saying, and still, uh, I mean, we won the fight. Suddenly, I see they were talking. Things were changed. Hey, he made a mistake mm. because remember, I'm so sorry to say, it, but he's also from Eastern King. The ring announcer was from Eastern King, Makaleni. Mm. Actually, maybe this man wanted to decide to take this <laughs> go home. Why am I? He didn't want to give it to Prince. And then finally, announced the right result, which Prince was the new South African junior welterweight champion. But you were still in the ring. We were still in the ring. It was corrected immediately. Immediately in the ring. And and you accept that it was an honest mistake. Yes, it, yeah, it was an honest mistake. The way he said it, uh, I don't know if he misread. But the referee uh, from Pumalanga, I just forget his name, mm. is the one who said, no, no, that is not my result. Ishmael, Ishmael, mm. Ishmael is the one who said, that is not my result. That is not the result which I gave. So that is why it was quickly corrected. I saw uh, uh, this guy of, of PSA, uh, Ramakhole, running around trying to fix everything, and I saw everything was fine. And then Prince was announced as a new champion. Okay. And his course next to you, then well done to Prince. We're going to speak to you guys when you come back. But uh, uh, is course next to you there in Russia? Yes, he is. He is, he is next to me. Just hold on. Ah, the last the great warrior. Hey, Bratavisu, Wunja. Hey, I'm finding new warrior. I'm a right man. How are you feeling ahead of the fight? Uh, I'm right. I'm right. Uh, I've been preparing from from taking Chinese bed. There was no problem. Even if after the flight and everything, we travel even that 22 hours traveling, mm. uh, we're feeling alright. I'm happy. Fitness is there. Uh, before we came, in, I'm still just pushing. You know, the weather is gonna be a factor. But now I'm just handling my weight. Then I'm ready. I'm ready for the boy. Mm. And Prince, what keeps you going? I mean, you've been around. It must be at Two decades now in professional boxing. What still keeps you going at your age? <laughs> yeah, you know, first when you're talking about that, I mean, two of course. Decades, <laughs> that I, 
Yeah, there's other guys in Dael, in East London. In though. the group? And one was just praising me. Yeah, in the group. And then he said, man, you've got two DJs. <laughs> and then I was so happy. I mean, I, I'm in Madala in this game, but I, I feel like I'm 29 years. I feel like I'm going back to nine, 30 years, you know. Because now, last time when I was fighting the East London, the, 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 former, the champion the, that side, mm. he said, no, of course, he was like a 19-year-old boy. But I was dancing in front of him, he couldn't catch me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, it's the, the type of lifestyle I'm living. I'm not into a lot of things. Yeah. Is that uh, when you were fighting Pilamponchan? Yeah, I had Pilamponchan twice. Twice. And yes. I was robbed twice. <laughs> understand? So I gave him trouble twice. As he was claiming that me, I'm a pantomimate. Jimmy is a journalist. But I show him what a pantomimate can do. Yeah. I hit him hard. But uh, what can we say? Uh, I'm not a charge. Whatever they saw there. It's okay, you understand. But uh, I think the lifestyle I'm living, as I said, uh, I'm a family man. I don't just do a lot of things. I don't involve myself in a lot of things. I just do whatever I do. If, if I mean work or gym, then I go home. Then that's all. Maybe it's, it's that one. But um, I'm, I'm so happy for 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 God has given me this talent and the this lifestyle I'm living. I, I feel like I'm always young. I'm this type of never grow. Even if it's going to be the 33 decades, I'm right. I'm <laughs> still boxing, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since your first fight. Peter Chabalala, in March, actually, 2000. So that is 21 years now, uh, this, this it, month. It's a Wusu. It's a Wusu whole home. That was the, the, the only, yeah, that was the only fight they won the world. My first fight and my last fight. Ah. All these other 40, 41 fights, I was outside. Ah. But uh, I did push. I did push with patience loving the sport and believing you know on all the support from my family mm. yeah and, and friends you know i've got good friends even in, in boxing i've got good friends like now my, my trainer will be in my corner is my my friend charity i've been boxing with him now he has become <laughs> my, 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 my trainer so you know we're just doing this man for the love of the game no oh, that's good to hear and we've got a voice note here for you Kosibia. Yeah, let's let's play it hi uh boxing wednesday my name is TK1 Terra Twitter. I just want to wish uh, my boy Kuas Lamborghini, Nomkosololo, all the best in Russia, alongside Ubrafaya Mukondeleli. I believe in you guys, make South Africa proud. I believe that you'll bring back the glory. Yeah, all the best, Bafit. Ningoyik in the corner. Ningoyik in corner. Thanks, Terra, there. One of our members there. Yeah. No, no, I know the guy, Terra Terra, TK1. It's in Goyik in Fundina and now. I'm on call. Yeah, TK1. Yeah, Okona. I'm in Kosolo. I'm in Fruitman Lamle. He's one of the supporters that supports me, even though when I'm fighting in East London, it's from East London. They're in the team Lambo, Lamborghini. So I'm happy, man. I'm right. I'm happy. But you must finish the job there in East London. You don't leave it to the scorecards. Nah, as, uh, last year I was reading other posts because this other boy, I think he commented this Pilamponchan. Then they said, hey, you, you, must, fix the, you must fix that 1-1. One, one, because they don't say 2-0, two, two uh-huh. they say 1-1. One, one. One. So they know, that, yeah, they know that first fight, I picked him out. Mm. A lot of people, were, even, even, even the promoter was happy, came to me and said, man, I must bring you back here. After that, they say, but in Bangsha, it's a flea. Thank you, Tuffley. You do it, Tuffley. No one's not sure what. And still, man, I'm not But because of his business, he had to go back there. 
Business-wise, also, then I just do. Yeah. And and have you f- have you fought in Russia before? Have you fought in 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 in, um, in Europe? I know you fought in Tanzania, right? Yeah. No, it is my first time to 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 come out out out, out, out of of African continent. Yes. And and I did jump also uh, Europe. I wanted to be in Europe one day, but maybe it's still gonna come. Mm. You know, because this Turkey, Germany countries. Uh, I just will come here in Asia. So this is my first time to come out, out of the, the continent of Africa. But I'm looking forward, maybe I can still box, maybe to up to 45, even to 50, because you must remember Bernard Hopkins in yeah. America. He fought up to 51 years of age. So uh, age is just a number, man. Me, I feel right. I feel like I'm to honest, I said, to nine years, I can continue. Oh, that's good. Even the Roy Jones and them went on until the very late you know, in their career. So how big is it for you, Kosebeya, then, to fight in Russia? It is okay. At first, I was just taking it as a fight. I mean, it's just a, like any other fight. But when I look at it, there's a lot of good opportunities after this one. If I make it good, right, uh, there's a WC that maybe I can get an offer of it, WC International. So this means it's for the ratings, for the world ratings, because obviously I'm rated in the top 100 in the world. So him is, 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 is in number 102. Me, I'm number 92. So doing good there is going to give me a good chance to challenge on one of those big titles, you see, international title, maybe the LPC, maybe the LPA or whatsoever. So, so there's a possibility that maybe I can come back, back here or other, other European country. You still have plans. You still plan to go strong, because we just wanted to bring you on just to highlight that you're fighting this weekend. A lot of people are happy to hear from you. They like your attitude that you're showing. You sound very confident. Uh, confident. This is uh, one of the messages from Bruce on uh, Facebook. says that uh, Kosebea sounds confident. I wish him all the best. Oh, and here's another question here from Mali- Malimela wants to know. Uh, do you know this guy? Did you see his videos? What are you expecting from him? Yeah, obviously, when they gave me the, the name, I did check him on via YouTube and also on Facebook. He was there, some of the, his videos there. So I check him, check him, then it was fine. He's, a, he's, a, he's an up and coming fighter with 10 fights and 10 wins. But I, I never saw other 10 wins of him. How did he won? Even though I just saw the box record that he knocked this one. And what type of boxers, how did the, the performance was, you understand? Because a style makes a fight. Yeah. It's not just because we like to do this, this, this one. Then me, I'm me. I'm supposed to be, I uh, believe in myself, I trust myself. Then I'm going to do whatever, uh, all, the, all the things I always do in the ring. Uh, I'm going to give him the hell of a fight. Okay, here's another voice note for you, Kos. Good evening, Bafuetu. Uh, I just want to know how old is Lamborghini? Because I can hear his voice that maybe... He's around 35, 36, 37. So I just want to know how old is he? And he's still passionate about the fighting till uh, the age of 51. Sepo Mashabela, Flagfontein, Denesia, South Johannesburg. Thank you. <laughs> they want to know how old is this Lamborghini that we are talking about? 
Yeah, you see, if I was a woman, I was going to say you can never ask a woman <laughs> some age. But anyway, I'm a man, you see, and I'm very proud. And as I said, when I box up to 45, 51, so like the optical optics. Uh, next month when I'm coming back home on the 20th, I'll be making 40. Eh? Surprisingly. I also did surprise myself. I said, yo, 40. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll be 40 in, uh, next month. So this fight will be my dedication. It will be my early present for nice my one. for my birthday. So... No, nice uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting there inside. I'm not that old, but, uh, you know, they say love begins at 40. Let's, let's see what 40 is good for us. Mm. And how good is the pest in Russia? The, the what? The pest. The pest? Mm. No, no, it's very much good. I was never going to fly so far away. <laughs> it's so bad. If you know, it's right. <laughs> you know, okay, let's say... They they're not gonna pay me in my current money. Yeah. Currency, you see. It's in different currency. When I come there, it's gonna be a little bit multiplied there. But I don't know how to say but at least in the fun man. You go keep up on the bomb la peso it is now one bomb manji. You go keep on shining up around the Maponia one, Uluans, Ulungi, Luandi, Lenombali, uh no more pills. So shall I'm around you. Yeah. No, yeah. you deserve it. You deserve it. Turning 40, you deserve a good person that goes to be. Yeah. And I remember when Tato Bunokwane was in Russia recently, he told us that, yeah, that was the biggest person that he's ever fought for in Russia. And even though he lost, he was disappointed, but at least he had something to show for it when he came back home. And even uh, Usbu was it Zingange that fought in Russia also he was telling us that actually he's going to use that money now to study and finance his studies he hadn't fought since 2019 and it was good money for him so you deserve it of course we wish you all the best that will catch up with you guys when you come back okay Sean thanks thanks cheers fire keep well thanks a lot my brother for catching up with us thanks guys do, do it again do it again you've been doing it every time we've spoken to you so so no pressure let me do it with code. Let me do it with code. Thank <laughs> okay. you so much, Chi Brachi, for Thanks. being with us, catching up with us in, in Russia. Thanks, you, so guys. you make us feel like we're still at home, like South Africa. I want, no. We don't feel any difference here. Thanks a lot, man. man. Thanks, 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 guys. All the best. And uh, good luck to The Rock, also Tabisom Kuhn, who's also fighting that eliminator in Russia to fight Junior Makabu. And of course, it reminds me of a story when he says, hey, I can't say how good or, I mean, how much the pass is. When I was on another radio station, <clears throat> we did an interview with a, a caddy. Who was um whose caddy was it? It was Brandon Grace Brandon Grace's caddy. So we did the interview. Interview's going well. And then obviously you know the caddies get ten percent of, of, of whatever the winnings of the golfer are. So we worked out the ten percent because Brandon Grace had won a couple of tournaments that year and we worked out the ten percent and we confirmed and we asked the caddy to confirm if this is what he's getting and he confirmed that that is what he was getting and it was it was significant. It was about, it was close to a million actually, uh, considering the wins that they had um, overseas. And the next day, the caddy called us and said, Yo, that interview is going to be the biggest regret of my life because now the family members are calling from all corners of the country now. I've been caring for 20 odd years and they didn't realize that with every win of my golfer, not only Brandon and the previous golfers, I was getting 10%. And they now realize how much money I'm making as a caddy. So please, 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 if you don't, please don't podcast that interview. I don't want it to be up there because now 
people really think that I have a lot of money and I was very happy when they thought I was just carrying a bag and just going through the motions there and getting whatever uh, brand, you know, the other golfers were willing to give me. But they didn't know that if my golfer wins two million, I get 200,000 rand. Sure. How's that? Okay. Anyway, let's move right along because we're going to talk more boxing. Let's take the breakfast. Uh, hello, the member. Uh, good luck to the guys who are going to be fighting in Russia, you know, and, and yeah, but even though it's, it's some some of them you know, it's are like old guys, you know, I just wish our boxing could go back, you know, to the 90s, man. We never had an era that we had in our boxing, you know, as a country, like we did in the 90s, where we had the likes of Tingan Tobela, Abopungu, Abonita, you know, and the, and the rest. I mean, I remember even even average guys like Kabu, uh, Vabula Kabaza, I don't, I'm not sure what's his name there. You know, they were even top guys, Hokma Kepula. You know, I, I mean, like we have Philip Doe fighting against the Mayweather. Never mind that he lost the match. And, you know, the match, you know, when, when does fire as, as it did, when are we going to produce such boxers? You know, we produce boxers from Gauteng, Limpombo, Eastern Cape. But now it's a joke. It's like Bafana Bafana, basically. Everything is like, you know, we don't know what's happening. SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Okay, let's talk about what happened then in Mutlakeng this past weekend. We did touch on it a little bit that there was a change or a correction of uh, the result there between Tiger Mkuteli and Prince Tlomo. Prince Tlomo, uh, the new champion eventually, but we are joined by the trainer of uh, Tiger uh, Prangendo on the line. Uh, good evening, Prangendo. Thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, sir. Thank you, renowned trainer. I must add, the man they call, they say he's got the Midas touch there and keeping the legacy of Pramzim Guni alive. How do you look back at that fight against uh, Prince Lomo? Hey, right. You know, when we go to that fight, we had a plan to fight Lomo. We didn't just go there to fight because of we have to defend our title. And Godel just executed the plan perfectly because of we, Lomo couldn't touch us. Even the killer punch he had, he couldn't execute it well. So, at the fight, he, we, we, we thought we won the fight because of each and every time we were touching him with a champ, he cannot touch us and we were touching him. So, we thought that we did enough to win the fight. But unfortunately, the fight, the results come saying we won the fight. Then after they said no, we, the, we, the, the results were wrong. Then they said the other results. So at that time, we couldn't listen because of everyone wanted to listen to the steel. You know, when you hear that, mm. that word steel, so you get, you, know, you don't listen after, after another thing, what is happening there. So when, so, so when they said, and still, obviously, you start celebrating now because you think you've defended your title. Yeah. And then what happened after that? After that, they read again the scorecard that uh, the ring announcer had made a mistake. Then they read another scorecard, they read another scorecard saying again still uh, the split decision. But the other, now they, 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 they favor the challenger. You know, what the challenger said, he said after the after those readings, he said, it's not me, you, you see me, I mean, I'm not a part of this team. He said to, uh, to us straight when, when, we, when we were talking at the ring, he said, no, I'm not, I mean, I, I didn't do anything. Mm. So, and to me, it was a surprise because I never hear a, a guy in boxing, like in any sport, saying that. So, so it was, it was, it was like he was apologizing to you guys. 
Yeah, but uh, and, yeah, he was apologizing to us. You see, but I don't know what the reason to apologize. But I, I just have a sympathy because of he apologized with us. Yes, and and how did you react then when they came back and they said no, they made an error. It was supposed to be the new. Sometimes you cannot do like foolish things on the rings because it does a sport. You have to respect the judge's decision when they everyone was there, the official or of the part. So you you can't do anything like that. But you have to lodge a complaint to the PSA of which you did that. So, so Brangna, do, do you think that you, you were robbed by the scorecards or do you think that uh, you are not happy with how the announcement was changed? You, you know, before you go to the scorecard, you go the, the way you fight the fight. Mm. I thought the fight, we won the fight. So, so, so obviously, the, the scorecard is supposed to reflect what you think you have done on the ring. Yes. Of which at first they showed that because of they give us a win. Mm. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Mm, mm, mm. So you don't know the sh- the reshuffle after who was what was wrong at that time. What was you do you get me? Say? Have you experienced anything like this in boxing before? I, I haven't. It's new this it It's happened this it but I haven't. Me even in 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 East London who used to host a bigger tournament. We never seen that. Yeah, and and, and it was a very experienced ring announcer also, and they hardly that, make this kind of mistakes. That, eh? that that was my question because of his coding experience. I think even when they bring him there, they wanted that experience, everything, so that everyone could hear live. I mean, he brings that enthusiastic in the ring. If, if you listen to him, um, Mr. McKellen on the ring, every person gets excited when he announces. So I, I thought that, hey, how come he can do this? If he's seen who do the mistake, yeah, and like you said, there's been a there have been a lot of these incidents recently. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, a week or two ago, there was another one in KZN. I don't know if you saw that when the boxers had left the ring and they were called back if, again. Even that one was my boxer. Do you know that? Ah, ah, ah. That ah, was my boxer. Ah. I was not there. You see, it was another Landuga Linda. Yes. The one I'm working with at the gym. Yeah, he was the one who was there, but I don't know what uh, what does that mean. Did they tell you what happened there? Because we were supposed to speak to Mr. Mike Dube, he agreed, and then he cancelled on us. So we oh, didn't no, find no. out what happened. When Saliba came back, he explained to me what happened. He said, even in the fight, the way I told, I'm, I'm telling you about this fight, he told the boy on the last round that, yeah, you have to do enough so that you can show that you win the fight. Feel the boy did that. So after that, they announced the other one who was fighting to be a winner. Then the guy just looked down and then go to the underroom. After he, he, he arrived at the underroom, they call him back and say, no, you were supposed to be the winner. But I don't know whether there was what was at the scorecard, but he, he came back to the room and then they were, he, he got one. So what's next now? Do you Are you taking it on? Are you appealing? Are you contesting this? Yeah, I'm, I'm appealing that because of... I, do, 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 you, do, do you get me saying? I don't contest him for the scorecard. That's because that the fight I won. The fight, mm. the fight. I thought that I won the fight clean. So, so the the obviously when you had the scorecard saying again that obviously you get excited. You know that time at the, at the ring when you are waiting for the results and then the results come. Mm. You see when they change, you can you can see that they put the, my my guy at trauma because you could not go out at the ring because of, you know by the time you were excited, mm. all of a sudden that thing changed. Remember, it's boxing. To these guys, boxing 
uh, is, is, is they bring food on the table with boxing, with their title. So it, it, it's so amazing when it just changed on the ring. Because I, I don't say what was right, what was wrong, but that thing happened, you see, it just shocked my boxing. Yeah. So, have you officially lodged an appeal now or a complaint? Yes, yes, I did. I did launch it today. The appeal. Oh, so you now you're gonna have to wait for the response. Yeah, I will wait for the response. It, it, it's it's for those things happen. We had to do that because of we felt that we won the fight. Yeah. Together. So, uh, no matter what was happening, no matter they started with saying we lost, we will lodge an appeal. Aha. So if, if, if there was not something of the scorecard. So even if they didn't, they didn't say and and steal and then change it to new. If you if you lost the fight, the fact that you lost the fight, you're still appealing. Yeah, I appeal that. Me, I'm not like to complain. But when I felt that my boy did enough to win the fight, why not? I will not complain for my boy. Yeah. And and what are you hoping for then uh, if they respond to you? Uh, anything they put on the table. Even if they said I must go to 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 the return match, I could I, I will take that. Anything they bring on the table to say. I have to do it because of we are we are soldiers. We will soldier on and take whatever they, because of we are not afraid of slow. And how has Tigers taken this? How has he reacted? Uh, he's coming to 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 understand that you know sometimes when when these guys play boxing, sometimes they think that boxing is another sport, but boxing is just like a football, anything. You see, so I, I always told them that you know. Don't look boxing as other sport. Look at the same sport. Even in football, you get those things. In cricket, you get the reversal of the decision. You see, so we had to adapt to the situation. But what we must be happy is our performance because of we're coming out from the shoulder injury and that guy who fighting normally was beating no ever on a knockout. So what else can totally do to win the fight? Because if he comes there as an underdog. Okay, no, thanks, Bragnado, for speaking to us. Then we're going to follow this up and see what happens. Uh, but we appreciate you giving us some of your time. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks. And, and we're going to bring you back to talk about uh, training and, and, and what is needed to become okay, a boxing yeah, I trainer. Because that. I know a lot of people respect you in, this, in, in the circles there. By the way, I did say that we're going to speak to the promoter, Mr. T.K. Kometsi. He did agree to speak to us. But just as it happened last week with Mr. Dube, um, he's also now... Um, well, we can't get hold of him. Let me put it that way. His phone is off. Okay, that's what the producer is telling me. Mr. Dube declined after I agreed. He said, I can't talk about this. Now, Pratike, we can't get hold of him. Let's end with this voice note. Hi, Tabiso. Um, did you know that one rand is equal to five Russian ruble? So it seems that our currency is stronger than the Russian ruble, you know? Um, yeah, so if that guy Lamborghini is going to be paid in Russian ruble, will he really get that much back? What I do know is that Russia is essentially situated in, well, both Europe and Asia. So do they actually um, sometimes trade in euros? I'm not sure help us with this one mark oh mark thanks i don't have enough time to answer that but i think you've answered it i also think that it could be that they are paid also in euros uh, because of that or they could even be paid in dollars we don't know but also then i think it also shows you then how our boxers are probably underpaid here in south africa we've had every wednesday here to say that they don't get the money that they should be getting and it's never enough and 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 if our rent is stronger than 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 the russian currency then maybe that's another explanation but you've given us a 
Good homework here. We're going to get into more detail um, on this uh, next week. Thanks for that, Mark.